Good morning, class. It's the Teaching Today podcast with your host, Jeremiah. And Kristen. And we're here today with... John Anselmo. <laughs> <laughs> he forgot his name. No, I'm no, just kidding. Fine. Uh, I didn't tell him. I was waiting for the doing. big intro. No, I know. Mm. I, was, I was giving himself the intro. Uh, John <laughs> Anselmo, who's the principal of Sierra Vista, back again uh, talk with us. We don't have any spicy hot wings, but we did uh, We did feel, fill you up with apples. Oh, boy. Yes, um, and uh, <laughs> you'll see that hopefully on our YouTube channel. Uh, in the near future, uh, mm-hmm. Apple taste test. We're not going to spoil who won. No, no. Uh, We're going to keep it a what, secret. What won? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, which Apple reigns supreme. So um, we're here today, uh, re- episode nine uh, of the Teaching Day podcast. Last week, we talked to Amelia Pack Harvey from Ooh, that was the RJ. Great. Yeah. She was wonderful. Uh, and so we had a lot of fun talking with her. Yeah. And today, with our original plans, <laughs> speaking of plans. Yeah, plans. Uh, it's always going, good to have one of those. <laughs> we're going to talk about plans today. And um, we had found a very interesting article. Um, and let me pull it open here. Real quick, while you're looking for that, I just need to make one comment. No. I, I do. This is insane. So as I was driving over here, and it was getting progressively darker as I kept driving, I am so over the time change, the fall back, whatever it is, <laughs> because I feel like... Like, I see this meme that's like, wait, it's only 4.30, and like they're looking out, it's dark. What time is it? I yeah, feel no, like a crazy season, person. Seasonal effectiveness. Oh. It's a thing, man. Yeah. I, and it doesn't hit me right away, but by the time, like, by the end of this month, I'll be like, geez, I just wish there was some sunlight when I got home. Right. Seriously. That's crazy. Like, it's dark. Like, I'm looking out the window right now, and there like could be a boogeyman that comes to the door. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I just wanted to make that comment. And I hope you all feel the same way. Maybe we can protest. Yeah, I think we have it pretty easy, actually, <laughs> compared to other places. My wife's being from Alaska. They have that a seasonal effect all the time. Oh and yeah, you're right. There's no reason it should be dark at 430 in the afternoon. <laughs> Wait, isn't or, it dark in Alaska for like six months or something crazy it, like that? It's either dark or light. Yeah, oh yeah. It's, it's it's tough. It's hard to go up there and visit because it's it's um, it's um hard to tell what time it is. Oh, my you end gosh. Up, you look at your watch and you're like, oh, my God, it's 2, in the, it's 2 a.m. <laughs> And your kids are still up playing. Because it's you know, bright because as day. You know, 8 to 8 so p.m. So weird. I did, a, when I was in middle school, we had a travel club. So this was way back. We mm-hmm. went to, Yos- not Yellowstone, Yellowstone. And I remember yeah. it being like 11 o'clock and it was still bright. That's so Not strange. bright, but, you know, you still had sun. Yes, that's so, so bizarre. I can't even imagine. So uh, Yeah, so you go further north there. Um, all right. So the article in question here was written by Angela Barton. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to read a little bio about her. Angela Barton resides in Las Vegas, Nevada, out here, mm-hmm. where she's been a teacher for 25 years. She's married to an administrator. Oh. And they have two daughters. And she has a, a blog, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. uh, HTTPS colon backslash backslash <laughs> Kinder Mama. Oh, she's my people. <laughs> yeah, Kinder Mama. And the title of the article is It's Time to Stop Requiring Lesson Plan Submission." And so we're going to talk about that today, and we're going to get some feedback from uh, some some listeners that wrote on, uh, mm-hmm. posted some some comments, and asked uh, what people thought. And we'll look at those, mm-hmm. and then we brought John Anslone here today to talk about um, from an administrator's standpoint: Is it time to stop requiring lesson plan submissions? And so I want to just take a quick uh, few minutes to go through this article. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was published back in March of this year. Um, Reason number one that uh, Angela gives is that plans are often a work of fiction. Boy, isn't that the truth. <laughs> uh, it says the only thing mm. teachers dread more than a broken copier is sitting down for three hours on a Sunday night to write pages and pages <laughs> of detailed lesson plans. Many teachers question who they are writing lesson plans for. 
They often see this as a task, as a waste of limited time, which begs the question, could it be done uh, differently? Could it be done more efficiently? Um, plans are often work of fiction. Administrators often look at a lesson plan uh, to justify their evaluation of a teacher. A great lesson plan does not equal a great teacher. In fact, the majority of what is written is to please the school leader. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so I think that's pretty much in itself. <laughs> okay, so my personal opinion on this is, okay, yes, that is very true. Um, you don't write, okay, lesson plans, it's one of those things that, okay, your class, you're going to move the pendulum whatever way your kids are needing you. Yeah, if we and Exactly, and if you're starting to write plans, and I remember I actually spoke with someone, and I don't remember who it was, and they were saying that they actually were, I think it was Shalanda. She was she was the educational speaker at that event that I was talking about that I went to this weekend, and she was saying, well, like, some of the times they were mentioning, you need to ask, you need to write the questions that the students are going to ask you. And it's like, well, I mean, okay, I get what you're saying. Because if you know your students well enough, you should be able to come up with those questions that you think they might ask you. But at the same time, I think that's ridiculous that's, because, uh, yeah, you, yeah, you Again, cannot, don't, I don't have a crystal ball. If I did, I wouldn't be a teacher because I'd be a millionaire living in Punta Cana or this, something crazy. This is not a, this is not a visual medium. <laughs> but Dutch Brothers. Right. <laughs> All day. There was, a, there was yes. an eye roll there. Yeah. <laughs> You don't. You, you never know what, you, what the, was it from the mouths of babes. <laughs> Think about that in high school, though. Aye, aye, aye. If if I tried to anticipate what my high school students would say, there'd be a lot of four letter words. Yikes! Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, majority of what is written is to please the school leader. It is really a shock that teachers do not always follow the plans. Hmm. Uh, if the goal is to meet uh, requirements and follow directives, would it be not? Would it not be more helpful to the teacher to allow notes to be jotted down on a smartphone? or in a notebook to provide realistic framework to guide instruction. Hmm. Uh, Two, uh, student learning cannot be defined in a lesson plan. Uh, Planning is personal is number three. Uh, some of the best chefs in the world do not follow a recipe. That's they true. add a pinch of this and a I'm dash of, of that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> and create a masterpiece. Uh, others are choose to follow the plan step by step. Uh, both are still professional, so planning is personal. That makes sense. Right, of course. Uh, school morale suffers. Uh, lesson plan debate has been going on, uh, has been ongoing. In 2014, an arbitrator in New York ruled that principals may occasionally collect the lesson plans of a teacher, but may not decide what to include in them. Okay, so that's that's true. Now, here's the other thing to that. When I first started teaching, one of the things that um, the administrator that I had at the time, her first thing that she would do is she would go over to my computer, log on to whatever it was, um, Curriculum engine? No, because curriculum engine I think came after I started. When did, I don't even remember when it came. But she would, or she would go to my board and she would immediately look for my lesson plans. Now I understand that using that as a framework, but at the same time too, again, wait, who puts their lesson plans on the? I put my that's objective what we, on the board, right? But she wanted like, actual clipped of what I was doing that day. Along next well, door to my what? CCS. I, I think that that could be a one star, two star school thing. I because I, I remember people we have. I have colleagues from Western mm-hmm. that talked about how how uh, very, very 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 yeah. structured they had to have right. um, 
the, their lesson plans. Well, John, so, I mean, when you yeah. go in to do observations or sure. formal, what do you actually, what do you require? Do you do you go in and like log into their curriculum engine to yeah. see if they got their plans? Um, absolutely not. I couldn't agree more with, with uh, Ms. Barton's assessment here. Um, you know, this is my 10th year as a principal, I think 15th year as an administrator. And, um, you know, I've seen administrators, I've had supervisors mm-hmm. uh, hold lesson plans to a high regard. And mm-hmm. I even had one that I can think of that felt like the better the plan, the better the teacher. Mm-hmm. And I just never believe that. You know, to me, I'm looking for um, the standard that the teacher's teaching and is the task aligned, is the task rigorous and grade appropriate. Mm-hmm. And also the questioning, like you said, the questioning strategies the teachers are using. But how could you ever uh, predict what the what the question should be? I agree. They have to kind of kind of go with the flow. Um, I think you know most of us seasoned educators. Uh, we can walk into a classroom in seven seconds and tell whether there's a good culture, a good climate, right. uh, whether there's teaching going on, learning going on, if mm-hmm. the kids are comfortable and and, and, and they're, it's just a good place to be. And the, the ultimate question is, uh, how would you feel about your own child being in that room? Mm-hmm. So to me, those things can all be derived within seconds, if not minutes. Yes. So to me, the plans are archaic. Um, we don't require them at my school. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I do appreciate curriculum engine because there's a collaborative piece there. Yeah, so you if you want to go on with your department mm-hmm. or your teammate mm-hmm. or or whomever and 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 or your co-teacher if you're co- in a co-teach model, sure. um, you know, it's a good way to share and you can also drag and drop your standards very easily. Yeah, but, I, did, I do like but that. But I can't imagine ever asking <laughs> my teachers, I have 120 teachers, I could never imagine our supervisors taking the time to collect those, let alone read through them. I don't think at all. So, and we kind of had this uh, discussion earlier before we got started here where my my first evaluation, I had been out for so long. We're just getting to my first evaluation for the year. And, um, you know, my principal, he requires that you send them with lesson plans and oh like on a weekly basis <clears throat> no 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 just for the specific Before, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay okay so he kind of knows what to expect to look for and that helps that the, you know and the lesson plans in the NEPF can be used for so many uh indicators and sure yes sure. okay so, yes then, um so in that regard there's a place for yeah it. yeah mm-hmm. yeah and um, if I and if I can just add one more thing to that too, and I don't want people listening to think that there's no place for lesson right, plans. Right. Exactly. Everybody wants to go to Sierra Vista because <laughs> no, there's no lesson plans. No, plan. no. What it is is I think it's a framework. Yes. I think it's a starting yeah. point. Because what we don't want, especially our newer teachers, right. we don't want them always shooting from the hip because that's when things can go awry. Of there, course. It's always doesn't it always feel better on a Monday morning when you know what you're, you're gonna be preparing doing. For sure. And I think the lesson plan should be that guide. But but that's a personal thing thing mm-hmm. in my opinion for the teacher uh, I just I think the good teaching happens we can see it you live it and the real the the real good learning comes from when you and I after the lesson the next day or a couple days later sit down and discuss it mm-hmm. and we talk about what 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 did I see what did you feel what did you think what would you do differently what would you do the same but I don't think a lesson plan ever even has to be involved in that discussion right absolutely yeah Yeah, and that's what you said it's very it's a personal thing like i know when i go in like 
because in kindergarten everything is routine 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 like if you get out of the routine they'll be like um we forgot to do like i forget to do broadcast god it's the end of the world like forget it but it's like it's really it's nice to have that because especially like it really prepares me to make those vocabulary cards for like any time like we just were uh, studying pumpkins this week so being able to understand like you know the stem the pulp the tendril the whole nine yards and so it really gives me that guide to like oh yeah i need to do this but it's really in reality my lesson plans are always they're pretty much duplicated on curricula curriculum engine but the only thing i change is i add different standards when i'm doing different things for my long range and then as well as when i do the um like the different books like our guiding readers and all that too now now if we had a struggling teacher right Mm -hmm. that you're 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 going in week after week and it's just utter chaos Mm -hmm. the kids are off the walls um the teacher just seems lost confused whatever Mm -hmm. i think that might be a good coaching is to say hey you know what let let's work through your lesson plans let's Mm -hmm. take a look at them together uh but again it it needs to be very collaborative to me i think this conversation is 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 more about that got you moment where you have that minute we talked about that last mm-hmm. time I was here. You know, uh, when we're collecting lesson plans, what are we really doing? Right. It's just I'm trying to for? find something mm-hmm. negative. Yeah. To me, if you're struggling, Kristen, and I'll say, hey, you know what? Next time we talk, bring in your plans. Let's look at them together. Right. Um, and maybe there's, there, the, I, you know, we can have something a little more organized and structured, right. which is going to give you more classroom management. But to collect those week after week, yeah. it yeah. just seems disturbing. It does, yeah. It's I mean, micromanagement. Yeah, it's very much so. I think I've seen more more of that in in kind of anecdotal experience at elementary where where the principals or administrators really just want to see that every week and I, I and I've been I'd say I guess we're relatively lucky in mm-hmm. my school that that's never been that case. Yeah. You know, except again if the the expectation that when your administrators coming in for yes. the evaluation that you you give them in advance and and so like my framework I have a, a weekly framework of where you know what standards we're working on and and where we're gonna be but I don't necessarily know the activities right way exactly in well of what we're doing yeah I mean I can that. tell you countless times Jeremiah and John that I've I've gone in and I think many people can speak to this as an educator you go in and you start a lesson and the kids are like crickets and they have no idea what's happening mm-hmm. and you're like okay well there was that we're gonna try this again later <laughs> and we're gonna go ahead and move on to this because sometimes it just doesn't work doesn't and then if you have them. a plan in place that's the time where you know it's like okay well we're gonna go back and change that and so what you're saying is it should be like a living breathing yes yes absolutely where you can edit it i mean and who can't who can't just type out a bunch of plans give them to their administrator and now all of a sudden oh she or he is an unbelievable right yes you might not know this uh john but you don't even have to type your own lesson you know how we have course hero and stuff that we have to worry about there's stuff like that for teaching we can get our lesson plans god i'm so old like old like i have like no i not old but i have like no idea like i'm so i I have no clue when it comes i can find (laughs) a teacher of the year award winning lessons and i can Mm -hmm. i can just put put it in there but does that mean the lesson that I'm teaching from the teacher of the year is going to make me teacher of the year. It's, it's almost like it's almost like somebody writes an amazing movie script and hands it to you. Unless the actors do the job and the director does the job, that script never comes to life. Yeah. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So to me, that's what it's like. A great, great teacher can probably do it 
without a plan in place at all. Right. I, I worry, I just, the only thing I worry about is the struggling teachers or those new new teachers that just need that guidance. I'm sure someone like you guys, you can go in and, and I could just tell you, hey, teach this standard and you could come up with an amazing, like, yeah. awesome things, activity things, in two yeah. seconds. Um, just real quick, finish up this article and then we'll uh, do some talking, uh, some stuff uh, listeners talked about or commented on. So uh, who has time for that? That's number five. Often administrators do not even have time to read the lesson plan. Right. Right, they right. require uh-huh. besides walking through classes daily we give school leaders a better sense so so not just we're relying on less but but actually coming in and observing yes uh, you know i think uh, i think my principal does a very good job well there, m- mrs sure. brown she's not even my administrator this year the assistant <laughs> principal she's doing my observations and she actually came in the, today and i was like oh i was i was moving paper from the closet because yeah. i have a friend mandy who used to be in that room and i'm like okay you're either going to start paying me a storage fee or we got to no, i'm just kidding but um yeah. i was in there and she's like you know i just wanted to come in and check things out she goes because you know i like being in your classroom i'm like yeah. great okay i'm like i just want to make sure you know everything's good but it was just and, I, and she gets to see that that like the the kids like the discourse like all the critical thinking that they're sure. doing and it's it's important for them to do that and i and i told her my exact words were i never feel weird about you being in here because my kids are always doing and i'm always doing what i need to be doing sure and the only time people feel weird about it is if they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing sure it should never be it's always there. a good feeling when a teacher um says get over here get in here yeah i bet you come know? see what i'm doing that's a good yeah. feeling i bet um, and i'm and i'm uh, again, being out for so long, coming back and dealing with behaviors like phones and earbuds. Oh, God, yeah. Um, you know, I probably, you probably don't have to we deal don't with have that, that so much. Yonder, but thank yonder, God. Yonder pouches. <laughs> I wish. Yonder pouches. Maybe, uh, yonder Write pouches, would you, like to, would you like to sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'll write you a grant. <laughs> um, so I'll send you, I'm going to send you a class set. Oh, cool. I'll send you a class. Say, I want you to try. Is that a real big issue for you? No. Yeah, that'd phones? be great. No, the phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. no. Let me yeah. let me send you a few. Sweet. I'd appreciate wow, that. Wow, cool, Absolutely. man. Um, because, uh, and that was what I was getting my point was, it's been, and I think this is a district-wide thing that where my principal's getting it kind of rained down on him to to get the earbuds out, get this out, get the phones <sighs> Yeah. Away. And, I mean, I can tell a kid to put the phone away and I can correct their behavior but I can't, if the kid's just going to pull it back out right. two mm-hmm. seconds later, yeah. how am I, so I can't just keep yeah. going to, uh, to, to, I'm so to, thankful to redirect. I'm so thankful with that. Oh, my God. Yeah, do, you, do you know how those work? They're, uh, they're like sealed. Yeah, for, they're, they're, so basically they're, they're, they're used at a lot of comedy shows and in a lot of oh, so um, rock concerts yeah. now. Um, actually, my wife and I went to Chris Rock about three years ago, mm-hmm. and it was at the Park MGM. And they made you and, put them And Ticketmaster actually says, uh, before you check out to buy your tickets, be prepared to put your phone in what they call yonder pouch. So wow. we went to the show, and I'm going to tell you, you put them in a, a nylon pouch, and it has a little pin. It shuts. And it's almost impossible to tear it open. You'd have to have, like, super strength. <laughs> Like at the end of the strength. show, mm-hmm. uh, as you as the max exodus happens, you you hit it quickly on a magnet uh, on a base, mm-hmm. and yeah. it unlocks. And you it put your phone out. So you know we we left the show, and I'm looking at my wife and going right to your problem. Uh, we're driving home, and I say, "Oh my God, the the phone issue is coming up at every single weekly discipline meeting." Mm-hmm. Let me order a class, a uh, couple class sets. So I took my five teachers who are struggling the most with the phones. Right. We ordered them. Yonder was blown away that we were buying them for a school they're used to doing in arenas right oh i bet yeah and and so it, it's now in 75 of my classrooms out of 100 wow. and the phone issue is is, is gone mm. there's no more
floor confrontation where a teacher takes the phone. Yeah, and that's, there's no more confiscation. Yeah, the kid never gives up their phone. Sure. It's, right, it's in, just in a pouch. pouch, and it just sits in their purse in their backpack right. or on their desk. And it, it really has been a great solution. So that's cool. Didn't mean to go off on a tangent. No, 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 definitely. I want to help you. But that's yeah, that's like pretty <laughs> well, amazing, though. You know. One day at Sierra Vista, we'll. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't, 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 Mr. We're Day, if you're listening, I'm just joking. Um, and then, last but not least, in her article, teacher retention is important. Uh, at a moment oh, in yes. time when teachers are leaving the profession and droves of freedom to plan in a manner they see fit, and in order to meet the needs of students whom they know better than anyone else, goes a long way. Um, so, so those are her um, her arguments for uh, yeah. not. Not requiring lesson plans, right. so submitting them. Um, not necessarily saying, and uh, I wanted to make that clear. Probably should have said that at the beginning. I'm not against lesson planning. Right. I, I, you know, I'm not saying don't lesson plan. Uh, but the argument, the question at hand was, do, do they need to be seated? Like something every, required or yeah, something. every week. Um, just real quick, I'll read a couple of these things. Um, Nikki, one of our listeners, said, I read it and I agree. But it's not for me. Well, I was doing uh, when I was doing my practicing. I remember my mentor teacher's lesson plans being very minimal. Yes. I feel like I spend too much time on lesson plans when I should be using them, uh, using that time to internalize what I'm teaching and getting manipulatives and activities ready for my lessons. Absolutely, absolutely, that's very true. Um, Bobby says teachers who receive a highly effective rating, even just once. Should not have to do lesson plans as long as they have a semester guide plan to follow. And I think that's... Uh, the long range? Yeah. The, yeah. So we, we, at Centennial, we're doing um, monthly, um, uh, like, common pacing guides. Okay. So that the department and the class is staying on track. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Uh, teachers need the ability to adjust classroom strategies, differentiation. I don't think I meant to bring that up, but I forgot. You know, if we have to di- differentiate for our classes, how can you differentiate every possible scenario in your lesson plans? Y- you can't. I mean, that would take that would take hours yeah. and hours and hours. Yes. Um, my plan cannot apply across multiple sections of even the same course if I'm truly teaching to the needs of my students. I cannot right. apply a one size fits all yep. instruction. Therefore, the time spent planning is not the best use of that time. I agree. The best use is to allow the teacher to build the lesson components that will make it most meaningful to the targeted audience. In mm-hmm. other words, let the veteran successful teachers do what they do best, teach. So uh, to kind of jump on to this point from Bobby, um, it is different. Again, maybe a first-year teacher needs to have that structure and needs mm-hmm. to, to be a little more closely monitored on, on at least knowing where they are for classroom management issues or what right. have you. I mean, it really does. It gives you that like that shell where you can work on. I mean, like I said, like my plans, they're really the standard I'm teaching. The what is it? The learning objective and whatever not. And then just the, you know, what what we're going to do how we're going to do it, and then a couple, like, piece of, like, what assessment is, well, like, I, formative assessment. I was told in order to get a four, I had to make a little bit more detailed lesson plans if I wanted on my professional practice. Aye, aye, aye. So when I did my lesson plans for this observation, I, I, I did not minute by minute, but, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of outlined that this is going to take fun. this time, this, and uh, anyways. I just feel like that's so crazy, though, because, like, there's so many things I could be doing in my classroom to try to prepare teacher will kids. Teacher will do this. Student will do yeah, this. Yeah, that's crazy. That's this. nuts. Yeah. Well, you have to plan for a full day, really. Right. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm planning for Yeah, I have, like, my like multiple car, segments. More, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it might be a little easier to stay on a timeline. Yeah. But you have a, a routine, though, I'm assuming, every day, Yeah, right? so, like. You start with math or whatnot. So, yeah, so our schedule, like, we literally, we come in, and what's, what's cool and, like, there's not many things I think I do great in life, but <laughs> I am really good at getting this 
students to run the classroom. Like I'm just like the person that stands there. I mean, occasionally, you know, I'll jump into my you small got group. It down. But like, yeah, they come the, in. The Harry they go. Wong theory, right? <laughs> there we go. Right. They come in and they they run the morning meeting. Uh, then the only piece that I really do is I lead the morning work. And then after that, once we, you know, we, they run the sight word review, phonemic awareness. Like, it's incredible to see these little people who are five and six years old run a classroom. And that's kind of like, I, I never did it like that when I first started. I was like, oh, I hate to say it. I was the worksheet person who was like, oh, I got all these worksheets here. But then all of a sudden I realized that the light went off and I'm like, dude, these kids don't learn by like staring at a paper. So that was like two years. And then finally, like the rest of my career, it was just everything was very themed and, and manipulatives and just the whole nine yards. Are you, are you leaving the day less tired because of that? Yes, very yeah. much so. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like I have I used more. To, I used to feel like as a teacher, if I wasn't leaving da- dog tired, then I wasn't doing, doing a job because I wasn't putting on a show. Right. But then right. I realized as I got a little older they're the ones who should be. Yes, they should be in charge of their out, own learning. That's right? like an NEPF d- indicator, <laughs> you too. Walk out in of charge the of their own learning, yes. Right? Uh-huh. You, have a, you have a little one to raise. Yes, yes. <laughs> you have some gas in the tank. Yeah, exactly. Um, just one more comment, and this kind of goes from the other side. I personally use lesson plans, so I have an idea of what I'm doing and to mm-hmm. help me master my, pra- my pacing. Mm-hmm. Last year, after teaching seventh grade for four years, I was moved to sixth grade, oh, wow. and it threw my pacing off. Doing lesson plans helped me adjust. I'm using this year to help me not stress about one little thing. Wow. Uh, what am I doing from one day to the next? More of a right brain thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. And, and again, well, good for her. I, yeah. I think, and I think we maybe I didn't put that out well enough what the point of the article, but if you had read the article, you'd kind of know. It's not, not should you do lesson plans, right. but it's, should, should they, they be, be submitted? submitted? Should they be mm-hmm. required to? Uh, be turned into like an administrator for mm-hmm. for things. Well, like I that. feel too. I watch Jackie and Susie, and I know they got a lot of stuff going on. Especially, we have a lot of behaviors this year at our school, and I can't imagine having to take the time to be like, "Oh, did you turn in your lesson plans? Oh, because I'm not going to look through those. I just want to make sure you did them." <laughs> so yours are not being turned in. No, oh no. And well, yours are uh, when so we're supposed to have them in curriculum engine. Yes. So that's what it is. Is we are supposed to have them in curriculum engine okay. but at the same time i've never had like Susie or jackie come by and be like Rah! you know yeah. and i've had observ- <laughs> yeah and i've had observations and so, yeah you like that like that was that. the sound of that was a cat from the game <laughs> oh from last night yeah. there's a cat he scored a touchdown that was, was crazy that was yesterday that was, yesterday. That was so crazy giants and cowboys dude, that was hilarious dude the cowboys whipped the giants oh my gosh i yeah, i've like i've been trying to watch a little more football this year because i I, I love football. I, I love everything I, well, about when it. when I was laying on my back for six weeks. Yeah, so I know, right? Dang. That's so crazy. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> so that was our, our anything we want to add about uh, lesson plans. Any last thoughts? Any mm, Closing remarks. Um, I'm just appreciative that I have good administrators that don't necessarily, like, breathe out my neck about it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Um, I definitely, like I said, I think they're a good thing to have just so they can kind of keep you. But at the same time, I mostly use my long-range plans. <clears throat> So mine teach or te- when we review the objectives or my some well, of my standards every single Monday, so the kids know what we're learning, and then I tell them this is how you'll know you learn it, and so we do that every Monday. Yeah. So we review it because I want them to know. Sure. I mean, that is and especially at that age too. They're like, hmm, well, we're just doing these things yeah. just because my mom or dad have to work, and it's like, no, I'm not just babysitting you. There's <laughs> a legit reason we're trying to get you prepared to go through your you know educational. Experience in my so. my U.S. history class, we were talking about progressivism, mm-hmm. and uh, well, actually, the week before we had talked about reforms, and uh, one of the questions we had asked, I had asked the kids was, should 
uh, should school be required? Hmm. Uh, going back to like child labor and the wow. uh, industrial yeah. revolution and stuff like that. Should school be required? Because obviously school was not always compulsory. Right. Um, and we kind of came up with the should. So so we kind of re- defined that question. Should K-12 education school be required? Mm-hmm. Do, does everyone necessarily need to go all the way to 12th grade? A lot of them said no. They hmm. could start in other countries. You have um, apprenticeship programs that right. start in like tenth grade. Yeah, and they, or, or and you, but those are you, cool. We had BOCES back home. Remember yeah. that? <clears throat> BOCES was a huge thing. And mm-hmm. you move out of the classroom and you more, more into an internship. And, yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that, and prepare yeah. you for, uh, you know, uh, and other countries do that. I think. Probably better than the United States. Right. <laughs> I, well, know, I know ma- Germany is very... Yeah. Very yeah. Well, do you remember they used to have... Like, I feel like a lot of the... the I feel like everybody's been so pushing, okay, go go to college, go to college, go to... And the, there's really that lack of, what is it, the uh, skilled trade? trade. Yeah, CT. Yeah. yeah. And it, that was one thing that I liked being back in Western New York is that they actually gave you the option where you go to BOCES, you could do like, uh, be like a, what is it, the mechanical engineer or whatever, sure. and yeah. like nursing and the whole nine yards. And it was these kids would leave on a bus to go to Niagara Wheatfield yeah. and they would go and do their piece for, you know, going into that. Sure. And I, I, I well, don't know. Vote- do they have I mean, anything the, out the here? The tech schools Vote- tech do. started do that way. Okay. Um, and then um, unfortunately, I think the tech schools became more elite academies. And oh, okay. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> but I yeah. do I knew, I do know that Dr. Jar is looking at that model. Yeah. Um, we've talked about, we've thrown out the idea of opening up our high schools in the evenings. Oh, did you uh, like skilled trades? To be a school that? trade school. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's big into opening up a couple more career tech uh, education academies. Mm-hmm. So I, I think there's that that appetite there and and the pendulum you're right has definitely swung back to career tech oh, yeah. where it's been heavy college oh, for definitely. The last years and the only last thing I'd add is, you know, I, I actually get a little worried when the teacher is almost is too organized, where the lesson plan is pristine, yeah. and their desk is totally clean, <laughs> yeah. and everything seems orderly. Because I, I wonder sometimes what kind of real effective learning is going on if all these things aren't living and breathing all the time. Yeah. And so the lesson plan, you know, from an administrator's perspective, it's scary when it's just this pristine, crisp, white piece of paper <laughs> that's there's something wrong with that mm-hmm. just as much as if there wasn't a plan at all. Well, if you came into my classroom, Mr. Anzalone, <laughs> you would think my classroom's crazy because my whole my whole world in there uh, see, is a would, hot mess. Because <laughs> those are five-year-olds. It should be crazy. Oh, my God. I it will say they, they know where everything goes, So, but it's more like Organized you come in and look. Chaos, at, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. My desk no, is that's like. Not my de- yeah, my desk is. Oh, I, I got, oh, but I know where all my yes. papers I need. Yeah, exactly. I know where everything's at. Absolutely. Yeah. No, so I think you guys are doing an awesome job. So we can talk about education all night. I know, right? Oh, one uh, just because I this was something I was listening to on the way down here. Yeah. Los Angeles, city of Los Angeles is is proposing doing a savings account for every first grader. They want to do a fifty dollar deposit for every first grader. To That's be, so cool to be utilized for uh, second well post secondary education, whether it be career. Oh, then it career. kind of grows as the kid goes through school. So or? yeah, they said that the parents would be able to contribute to it. Yeah, but they will also have like district uh, wide initiatives to to do fundraising specifically for that. Those is things. so cool. So, so, I thought that was listen. I would be appreciative if I, and I, God, lo- I love my parents so much. They're such great people. And but that was one thing. Like I feel like what why, I know. I'll why do- are you crossing your fingers? Shut your <laughs> mouth, mom and dad. It's not true. Jeremiah's lying. No, <laughs> they're my biggest fans. No, <laughs> but um, I know for sure. Like I've already every like since the time Tony's been born until now, we have this giant bucket that I've just tossed change in. 
like dollars, five dollars. Because I'm like, listen, I, you know, my undergrad and my master's, that costs a lot of money. And it wasn't that I was just pulling money out and just like going and partying and getting bottle service at, you know, like park. You didn't, you didn't do that? Well, maybe a couple Sounds times. A lot different than my yeah. <laughs> I say, that might explain why mine's 120000 oh, Yeah, so that's the thing. And I'm paying on it now, which I will like never not pay. It'll just be there forever. Yeah, same here. And it's like, dude, I, and, and it's under that, what do they call it? The, it's like not the, um, not the pay as you earn. It's like this weird program that it only goes up a little bit. And right now it's two twenty five a month. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if I went on the plan, the income driven plan, they're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be six hundred. I'm like, huh? I'm sorry, what? Six hundred dollars. I was like, yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, sorry. They, don't no, have that. They, so when I because uh, I have my my bachelor's and my master's mm-hmm. and it came out to one hundred twenty thousand. Oh, God. Twenty one nine sixty three, I think, is what the last tally was. And, uh, you know, because you get those grace periods after you finish oh, your yeah. degree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they send you the bill and they said, um, yeah, you're going to owe uh, $1,193 a month. A month? A month? That's said, a house payment. I said, ha ha. You're like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do so, that. So, yeah. I know, yeah, I've been on. Glad to know I'm not the only one. Dude, right. But, but, like, what's wrong with the United States that we seriously have people? Like, it makes me think of that meme where it's like, you want to hear the craziest thing I've ever done? I've taken out loans to go to school to get a job that I'm yeah. now going to use the money from to pay the loans and i'm like what the hell that's so true yeah, making 40 what, 49 000 yes. or something to pay back 120 that's insane yeah. dude my sister was the same way though she went to canisius college private school well, to get her master's and but when she went to ub we lived like 30 minutes from campus but she wanted the college experience and that's why i didn't have to live on campus because <laughs> i got the college experience with her because i used to go to her house all the time and but it was like when she, her bill is a hundred and some change whatever that's how much she owes but the problem is is that Whoever it was that um, set her into the program, we're like, well, you, because she's a counselor in uh, Colorado, and she paid her 10 years when she went to go turn her papers, and they're like, you've been in the wrong program. So she doesn't get anything forgiven. She's starting hey. over. Hey. Yeah. So, and she, and that was the other thing. They just had a huge lawsuit about that, oh, yeah, too. No, this is that was the thing that Susie Lee was going up to Washington. Our, our to go. lovely sec, sec ed uh, mm-hmm. for the United States. Uh, you know. Betsy, Betsy, yeah, Betsy, uh, the, Betsy, the, Betsy. The, the name that should not be mentioned. Right? Yeah, right. She, we shouldn't well, even I'm get it. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my care of bear spray. Uh, I never got that. I'm also still waiting, to, to be fair, I'm still waiting for my Starbucks gift card for wa- working that makeup day uh, oh, last really? year. Oh, <laughs> that was funny, too. You yeah. did, do you remember that? Did I you, don't. Danielle, um, Danielle Ford yeah. was like, can we, can we come up with some Can we just like give him a Starbucks gift card? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. That was funny. And, yeah. Hey, her heart was in the right place, though. Right place. It was. I think it, I forget if it and was. then they like totally dogged her for saying that. So you want to you want to give them a reward for going to work? For going like, to work, yeah. Oh. I think it was Lola, Lola Brooks yes. was yeah. like, yes. so you want to give them a reward for doing their job? Yeah, I, I want a reward. I want, and I want more money. <laughs> so anyways. Hey, but listen, real quick on that note, yeah. now that you got me on that and we'll be done, I'm so sorry. No, we're no, we're no, going no. over in class today, but um, did you see that we have uh, trustees that are termed out and um, Brooks is not running for re-election next year or next year? I haven't heard. I've, I was I was mm-hmm. heard Brooks might, but there's I no I saw like, that today. They oh, said Brooks be a is a whole new board. Yeah, well, hey, that might not be a bad thing and no offense to the people, you know, that are on it right now. You know, I can understand that's got to be a stressful job, but I think it would probably be good to get some fresh blood in there. Hmm. See what happens. We'll take a Hopefully look. Hopefully the rest of the right as, people will be there. 
as election election season 2020 yep. rolls on. Yeah, and Jara's uh, evaluation is tomorrow. Oh, really? Yes, it is. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mm-hmm. talked. We talked. Did you see the CCA poll uh, from educators about how educators? I didn't felt? see the results. I saw there was one put out. How did it look? Uh, <laughs> it was kind of shaky. Yeah, it's been a rough, a rough year. But I think we're on it's the upswing. Yeah, I we're agree. on the upswing, and 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 I think we're turning turning a corner. And mm-hmm. Dr. Jar is listening, and and I've been on several roundtables, and mm-hmm. uh, it seems like we're almost over roundtabling now, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, you know, Jeremiah and, talk, and I talked a little bit about this before the podcast started, and I think we are turning a corner, and Dr. Jar is learning the landscape, yes. and, and uh, you know, I, I hope that uh, the eval comes out well, and yes. we'll see. Me too. We'll I see. do. I agree. All right. Well, we just want to say a couple words uh, to close out for the day. And uh, first of all, got classroom stories, you got classroom questions, mm-hmm. send us an email Teaching Today Podcast at gmail.com. That's yes. Teaching Today Podcast at gmail.com. Like, we want to hear your stories. Like, yes. anything cool that's happening, funny, funny silly, silly, like, scary, nuts, like, get, send them to us because we will share those. <coughs> I'm telling you, I know there's crazy stories out there because I know the stuff that happens in my classroom, and I know I'm not the only classroom oh, yeah, no, in CCSD we, where that's happening. You know, we want to we want to <laughs> kind of be your 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 um, group therapy session please. for the week. Yes. Um, so Podcast at gmail.com. If you haven't liked us on Facebook, please like us on Facebook. Still working for that 300. We're at two, almost about 260 now, so it's mm-hmm. creeping up slowly. We're getting there. Yes. But I'd like to get there a little faster. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, we're going to do a giveaway once we get to 300 likes. Um, then that's a teaching a podcast on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, we'll be posting a video, our first video, <laughs> that Apple taste test. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll hopefully get that up by the end of the week or the beginning of next week. This is great. I don't even have to eat dinner now. And, I'm uh, stuffed on apples. I love it. it apples and coffee. Next time, apple pie. Ooh, I make a mean apple pie. Listen. And you got to have apple pie with cheese. You know what? Yeah, that's weird. My grandmother, she would eat cheese with her Dutch apple, apple pie. We'll have different apple pies. So Dutch apple pie. <laughs> Why don't we just do different pies? Because Thanksgiving is coming. Pumpkin, apple, cherry, blueberry crumble. My mom makes it down. What do you you got growing in your garden? Uh, Oh, I have um, rainbow. um, Rainbow, was it? Chard. Um, I have dinosaur kale. I have cauliflower. um, Let's see what else. I have um, broccoli and radishes and turnips. And Are you gonna take that to like a farmer's market? I don't know. I don't. I don't really. That know. That could be a way to sustain it. Do yeah. Like well, that's what we are planning market. on doing. Uh, so at, yeah. your, at your school, do a farmer's market yeah. at your school. Yeah. We we used to do that at Hewittson. Like we actually made some pretty good bake money. Sale and stuff. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, YouTube, like, uh, subscribe <laughs> to us on YouTube. Uh, send us emails. Like us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, we do appreciate. Uh, Oh boy. Let's try that again. Let me try it again. (laughs) Um, We appreciate all your support. We appreciate you listening. And Mm -hmm. uh, we definitely appreciate Mr. Anzalone coming again. Thanks for having me. He's He's wonderful. Yeah, Kevin, our guests come in. John Anzalone. Yeah, anytime, guys. You still haven't brought us over for some of those delicious meals. We're (laughs) going to get Johnny Eatsky back going. I had to take a little hiatus. Uh, Yeah. I had to get on the exercise. I give you apples. I give you hot wings. I love it. Uh, but you're doing that in your kitchen at school? Like, that's um, pretty... Yeah, you're doing a different culinary. Yeah, going, we went to Liberty. Oh, okay. We went to DP. That's cool. And, uh, over at uh, Vista. Yeah. Uh, but I think the next one we're going to get back to my uh, kitchen table. Good. And, and get back to how we started. But Good. yeah, eleven. I think we had like 11,000, 12,000 views. Good for you, man. That's awesome. You got, you got not... You need to share us on John <laughs> Eats. You got 900 plus likes. I'm like, what wow. the heck? Good for you. Well, it's, food, it's food, man. We got it. Yeah. We had food. All 
All right, all right. All right. We like to thank uh, thank CCA for letting Absolutely. us come in here, providing the space, providing us with all the the love and support that they do, <laughs> Mister Bear. Uh, yeah. We we love you to death. Yes. So until next time, class. We'll see you then, and class is dismissed. Bye.